At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. 
This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary and extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each show, you hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Nancy Pilpot, who has developed her genius in the area of knowing how to eliminate self-defeating habits. Now you might say, why is this important? Well, research has demonstrated the direct role our emotions play in developing the adolescent brain. It is now known that during the most intense major phase of brain development in adolescence, the onset of most critical adult health problems such as bipolar disorder, psychosis, depression, and anxiety are all developed with that adolescent brain. Now, many of these health problems are directly related to the risk of many physical disorders, including diabetes and the disruption of the immune system. Emotions can literally control our immune system. And we're going to be talking about all of this with our expert tonight. Nancy Pilpot is a medical RN and the founder and CEO of the Heart Sync Wellness Center and Compassionate Care Project. And she shares her synchronization system to help individuals master their habits with her habit mastery programs. Nancy is the number one best-selling author of The Smoke-Free Habit, co-author of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love, and creator of the five-step heart sync care formula. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Nancy. Thank you very much. I'm so glad to be here and looking forward to having a great conversation tonight, Sharon. <laughs> we definitely will. Nancy, I'm going to jump right in with you as life is way too short to get stuck in an unwanted habit or pattern. So first, how do we recognize that we have that unwanted pattern? And secondly, once we recognize it, what do we do about it? Those are great questions. Some people never recognize they have an unwanted pattern of behavior. That's the truth. Um, when you don't get the results that you want, that is your clue that what you're doing isn't working. Would you agree with that, Sharon? Yes, I would definitely agree with that, that something's not working. <laughs> <laughs> so if what you want and what you're doing don't match. If what you want and the results you're getting don't match, that is your first indicator that there's a pattern matching process going on that's a problem for you. And what most people don't know is just exactly what you talked about. Your brain, its whole purpose is to protect you, right? What it does throughout your entire life is to protect you. And what it also does is create autopilot programs. Once we learn how to do something, the brain then automates that, and so it doesn't have to go back and relearn and relearn and relearn something. So we have, all of us have, hundreds of thousands of autopilot programs that our brain automatically runs when we're not paying attention. And the first step is to learn to pay attention. 
So should we start by paying attention to things like when we're brushing our teeth or, I mean, breathing is an automatic pattern that I'm very grateful for. Um, but how do we start to even learn to pay attention? Well, so the thing that I think is the easiest for anybody to do is to pay attention to their emotions because your emotion and what you're feeling in the moment is something that's the best indicator for whether you're moving on the right path or down the wrong path, whether you're getting the results you want or getting results that you don't want. It's absolutely a result of your brain in the pattern matching process that it does automatically when it opens up your history file, searching for have we been here before, do we know what to do next, and when it opens up your history file and finds something that's happened in the past that you've done over and over and over again that you were either happy about or not happy about, those emotions are released and that's your first indicator that your brain's in that pattern matching process. If you pay attention to your emotions, then you can stop in the moment and make a decision consciously about what you want to do next. Now, I know that there's certain patterns and names that show up that literally indicate that we want to bury those emotions and not deal with them. So if mm -hmm. somebody's gotten really used to bearing an emotion, you know that the minute it comes up, they're bearing it. How do they break that habit? I think I will tell you that I'm a perfect example of somebody who knows how to do that well. Because I'm a nurse and because I've been involved in a number of, um, let's just say, unpleasant experience with patients, what I learned how to do in order to cope and to perform was to bury my emotions in the moment and keep doing what I needed to do, essentially go into rote behavior, right? Um, and so it took a wake-up call, a, a moment where I had a personal experience when in my mom's dying process that I recognized <laughs> that I was disconnected from myself. My brain and my heart weren't acting on the same plane. I wasn't in sync. I was doing what I did naturally, which was to be a nurse. My nurse brain would turn on and I'd do nurse brain stuff. So in that moment, when I was in that emotional, really emotional roller coaster place, I recognized what my habit was. It took me a long time. I've been a nurse 40-something years. But emotions are your first clue that you might be getting results that you don't want and it's time to make a change. So let's say we've now recognized that we have this emotion that we don't want, but we've at least recognized it. And so that goes back to an unwanted pattern. So how do we start after we've recognized the emotion to get rid of this pattern that we've established over time? So there's, there's three things. N number one, you have to know where you're going. You have to decide the result that you want. And you have to identify, if you will, um, a vision of where you're going and how you're going to be when you get there. What is the behavior? What's the new habit? What is the new you look like practicing and exhibiting that new pattern? And literally, you practice that new pattern over and over and over again, what you're thinking, saying, and doing that matches what you, your vision of who you want to be until it becomes an autopilot program, and your brain does it automatically. It's an easy option. Although it sounds hard, it takes awareness and consciousness. 
So how many days does it take to establish a new pattern? Depends on who you ask. Um, in, and I know you were a former educator, so you know the concept of unconscious competence and conscious incompetence. So in the process of developing that unconscious competence, when you don't have to think about that new behavior, it takes about four months for that to happen. It takes about 21 days to create a new pattern, about four months for it to become an autopilot program. Wow. So if we're going to diet, it takes us four months. Okay. <laughs> so how do we keep our failures to succeed from stopping us again? Well, we really have 100% control. We tell ourselves we, that we have control of all kinds of things, right? We don't. We really have control of three things, Sharon. We can control what we focus on, and whatever we focus on, we're going to feel. And whatever we feel, we're going to give meaning to. And so if we focus on what we don't want, guess what we're going to get more of? What you don't want. What you don't want. Guess how that's going to make you feel? Pretty lousy. Really bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then what do you tell yourself? The shame, blame, I call it the shame, blame, shit storm starts. I should have done this, and why did I think I could do that? And so when... When you recognize that you have control of 100% control of those three things and you start asking yourself in the moment, okay, what am I focused on? What am I feeling? And what meaning do I want to get instead of the meaning I'm getting? I know it sounds simple, and it really is that simple. Well, it sounds simple, but I know it's not really all that simple. It is, I think, once you've practiced it enough times, but it sounds to me like a brand new math problem that all of a sudden you've got to learn a new method, and so it's going to take some practice before it becomes what you're going to call simple. So this is the part of the show, Nancy, where we interpret a portion of our guest's name. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, Nancy, your name says that you can get along with anybody you want to get along with. The real question is, do you want to? It says that you have great organizational skills. You want to make the world a better place. You have a tendency to be a workaholic, but you make a great couch potato once you're finally done for the day. It says that you've been taught how to look inside and outside and upside down that box and in all the corners. So you just think differently than most people. You've learned that blood is thicker than water. And one of the other things your name says is that you'd like to be the one in charge of you. You don't have to be in charge of others, but you definitely don't want others in charge of you. And that one of your one of your sweet spots is that you're very good at spending other people's monies. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love this. Everything you said is absolutely the facts. Well, we need Great to take job. our first break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out how unhealthy habits can threaten your very own physical body's health. Stay tuned.
It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Nancy Pilpot, whose website is heartsinkwellness.com. Again, that is heartsinkwellness.com. Now, Nancy, you're an RN, so you've worked in our health professions. You know, yep. when when did you notice that there was a connection between unhealthy habits and a physical body's health? Um. I think I've known that as long as I've been a nurse. I've I've watched um, people who were overweight, people who smoked, people who had a variety of unhealthy behaviors come into a variety of healthcare settings and um, want to change and had difficulty changing. And and interestingly enough, Sharon, the the easiest time for people to make a change is when their health is threatened. That's the number one time people want to make change and have the easiest time making a change. And I wouldn't believe that because it's like life or death. Exactly. You yeah. know, so, so the motivation goes higher. Well, and here's, and the truth is um, we're motivated by two things. We're motivated by fear or joy. And the truth is our brain really focuses on the danger part or the bad part. It's searching all day long to find out if something is threatening us. And so when we literally are in a threatened condition, then our brain activates and we get motivated and in charge of making changes. Okay. So I've always thought that we developed the bad habits or we developed, um, you know, uh, coping skills or whatever, when we have a hard time loving ourselves. 
Now, I know that there's a lot of body-mind connection. Have you found that or have you found there's a different emotional response or certain emotional response cause those bad habits? I think nature and nurture have an impact on bad habits. And I think that as children, we actually are imprinted with all kinds of behaviors that before we have a choice about what we do or decisions we make or, or even have enough intelligence to choose to do something different. Example, I grew up with two females who were smokers. And back in the day when they were smoking, it was cool to be a smoker. And, and so I have lots of positive memories of my mom and my grandmother and girl time with my mother and grandmother and sister and, and that really was an imprint. I learned that as a coping behavior before I had a chance to decide how I was going to cope. And so I think it's a combination of choice. It's a combination of imprinting. There's a variety of reasons that we adopt bad behaviors in order to cope. Most of us... <laughs> In fact, I don't. I never talked to anybody that tells me that they learned about emotions and what to do with their emotions. Most people are uncomfortable feeling anything except joy or happiness, and some people are uncomfortable feeling those good feelings they perceive as good. And so most of us learn coping mechanisms to avoid feeling anything. Okay, now I'm just going to clarify for all of our listeners that that literally is in your name. And Nancy has a first vowel of an A. And first vowel of an A, people love to bury their emotions. Now, not, they're not the only ones. But on the other hand, if you have a first vowel of an E, unless you have something like a CE, like in Cecilia, then you buried those emotions. But if you have a first vowel of an E, in most cases, you love to, to experience the whole gambit of those emotions. So it really depends on your first vowel, where we're coming from. But I just want to clarify that because, bless you, Nancy, you've got that first vowel of an A just like I do. So I know how we'd rather just those emotions get in the way. You know, and we'd, and we'd rather right. just go on without them. Okay, so yep. so when and why did you become passionate about helping chronic pain patients and their caregivers reduce stress, pain, and trauma? I, I became passionate. I, I became passionate about helping people heal when I was in my twenties, but I became passionate about helping individuals who or caregivers suffer and suffering from secondary traumatic stress when I experienced that, when my mom died. That was in 2001. And until that time, I like, because I have an A in my I could be a nurse and stuff all those emotions down and step up and do what I needed to do. <clears throat> but it was when she became when she made an announcement that she was going to go home and die and 21 days later she was gone in that 21 day period of time, I had a difficult time not running and smoking 24 hours a day <clears throat> and trying to show up and be the caring, compassionate person. I recognized that I was grieving, but I didn't recognize that I was experiencing secondary traumatic stress reaction, which is common for healthcare professionals and caregivers. Now, there's 43.5 million unpaid caregivers on in the United States at this moment, and 75% of those are women, 
and their daughters who are caring for spouses or children or their parents. What I know is that those unpaid caregivers are are giving, 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 and they're not giving enough attention to themselves. And so I'm passionate about helping caregivers learn to be more relaxed and calm and use some other um, strategies besides doing to help heal the people that they love. Have you found, I'm just curious here, have you found any effect of people who meditate um, on that ability to be able to do that better or with more ease than people who don't? Or has that whole question never even entered into your realm? Oh, no, no, no. The research absolutely demonstrates that the mind-body connection is real, alive and well. And if you are practicing mindful practices, it's... um, it causes your physiology to do something different than be stressed and your fight-or-flight response turned on all the time. So absolutely, meditation, other mindful-based practices make a huge difference. The reason I was asking is because when I was a high school principal, I found it was imperative that I meditate every morning before I went to work because that's another profession where you're not allowed to show your emotions. Parents can get incredibly upset because of what their kids did and they come into the office yelling and screaming and we're not allowed to yell or scream back. We have to stay calm and reserved just like nurses when patients are in a lot of pain or, or, or just don't know how to cope with what's happening to them. And then they yell and scream and get mad at the nurse. Yeah. And, 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 one thing that's really that I want to spend some time on is I trained at the HeartMath Institute, and they've been doing research for a long time about the brain-heart connection. The research demonstrates that somebody that's calm and coherent can affect the physiology of other people around them. And so your ability to be calm in, in the moment has an impact on somebody that's yelling and screaming at you. So you can really cause that change in that other person. You probably did that and not even knew you were doing it, right? Well, I jokingly said I learned how to do it from being around my mom. Um, But I have seen parents coming into the building yelling and screaming, and I immediately try to get them out of the main hallway because they attract too much attention and bring them down and say, okay, I'm listening. Tell me again. And then I just simply repeat back to them and tell and say, you know, okay, this is what I think I've heard. Do I have it all? And I keep doing that until they say yes. And and then I say, okay, it's going to take me this much time to look into this and I'll get back to you at this time, at this date. And I literally mark it on my calendar. And because even sometimes I have to call and say, it took me more time. It's taken me more time than I thought. I'm partway through getting your answer. Not all, but I'll call you again on this date. And because I called, even with no answer, um, they seem to respond very kindly. And the thing that you did very effectively is you you heard and understood. I mean, the truth is that's really all we all want is to be heard and understood. Would you agree with that? I I definitely do, because the last thing I want to be told if I'm upset is you need to calm down. That just riles me up all the more, you know. (laughs) Me too. And none of us want to hear advice at that time or suggestions because we're not in that listening mode. So just to know that we're heard. And I will often say to family members, 
Okay, now that I've heard you, give me some think time and I'll get back with you on this tomorrow. And by the next day, when you go to discuss it, they'll calm again and you wonder what all the ruckus was about the day before. Exactly. But at least exactly. then you can you can talk to them. So um, you're so very passionate, Nancy, about helping caregivers and their daughters connect with cutting edge information and resources to recognize, prevent, and recover from the secondary traumatic stress and prevent burnout. So what are just very quickly a few of those resources, and then we'll continue this after the break. So the HeartMath Institute has a program that's a coherence measurement tool that somebody can use that I recommend all the time. I recommend the HeartMath Inner Balance tool that trains people how to get to that mindful state and calm and balance to a state of neutral. That's my number one go-to place. That that heart math, I always wondered why they called it math at the end because I thought that would scare everybody away. But we'll talk about that when we come back because we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network Station and on the website knowthename.com. Now, this show is dedicated to helping people cope and deal with traumatic pain and how to break poor habits. Now, after the break, we're going to find out the role emotions play in developing the adolescent brain. So stay tuned. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? 
Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Nancy Pilpot, who can be reached via her website, heartsinkwellness.com. Again, that is heartsinkwellness.com. And sync, for all of us that are spelling challenged, is S-Y-N-C. So it's heartsinkwellness.com. Okay, so we were talking about that heart math thing. And I, you know, I look at it with how many people struggle with math. And I've heard of this wonderful program from other people also, Nancy. And I always wondered why they named it math. Do you have any clue on that? I don't think I've ever asked anybody that, but but I had the same challenge with that, trying to figure out. And I think they've changed some of their branding around that, but they've been around a long time and that's they were measuring and maybe math and measuring went along with those concepts. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, as a math teacher for all those years, I just look at it and go, yeah, you say math, most people run. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what is Nancy's secondary traumatic stress and how does it differ from PTSD? So secondary traumatic stress is a reaction that occurs in specific to healthcare professionals and caregivers. Symptoms very similar to PTSD. And the interesting thing is that individuals who are healthcare professionals and caregivers can actually experience both PTSD and secondary traumatic stress if they have a history of PTSD. And and so classic symptoms are trouble sleeping, overreaction to experiences, withdrawal, um, weight loss, disconnecting from family members, and and that's the most common thing that we see in individuals' nightmares. Um, very similar to somebody that experiences post-traumatic stress, and, and the research is demonstrating that there are lots more people that experience PTSD than we used to anticipate. So you mean that people can get PTSD that are not just coming back from a war zone? Absolutely, absolutely. And what's interesting is that if you are um, a spouse or a loved one of somebody who experiences PTSD, and post-traumatic stress occurs because of a traumatic situation that you experience, secondary traumatic stress reaction, the individual that develops that is not actually experiencing the trauma, but they're with somebody that's experiencing the trauma. So that's the difference. PTSD, the person that's experiencing it, 
post-traumatic stress, persons experiencing it, secondary traumatic stress, it's a reaction of somebody who's caring for somebody with a traumatic situation. Would you think that people that are going through a divorce, that one of the, the person who didn't initiate the divorce uh, could be going through PTSD? Absolutely. And, you know, the, the term trauma is a relative term. And what is traumatic for one person may not necessarily be traumatic for another person. But the research demonstrates that any kind of um, experience that was unexpected or traumatic, somebody can develop, at least for a short period of time, PTSD. If it occurs for longer than three months, then that's when it needs you need to address it with therapy or, or help. Okay. Now, currently, uh, medical science is, is doing its best to try to understand the direct correlation of the mind-body connection. So you hear some of it coming out and other parts are saying, yeah, we just don't get this at all. Depends on the doctors. But we seem to be going more and more toward understanding the body-mind connection. And you state on your website that it's becoming more apparent that our emotions can literally choreograph the interaction that the brain has with every cell in our body and vice versa. Talk to us about this. Tell us more about this. Okay, so research demonstrates that we used to believe that the brain controlled everything that happened in the body. And we now know that it's the heart connection that's 60,000 times more powerful than the brain and it's that place in your gut where you get that feeling that something's wrong that intuitive hit you know what i'm talking about right yes it's that place in your body where incoming information is received first and the heart then makes a decision about what to send to the brain short period of time before the brain gets that information and and it's actually because our body has an energy field where we're receiving and transmitting energy information. That energy information then goes to the brain. The brain, different parts of the brain process that information and through neurotransmitters transmit energy signals throughout the body. Um, and, and so there really is a mind-body connection that can be demonstrated. And, and we know more about neurotransmitters and how that information is transmitted to the cells and back from the cells to the brain. Um, the reality is all of that energy that's created is, is what causes us to feel something. And that energy buildup is energy in motion because of our body processing what's going on inside and outside our environment. So specifically, how are our emotions related to our immune system? Well, our immune system, if we're feeling negative emotions, if we're stuffing down negative emotions, if we're not dealing with situations or events, um, and we're carrying that heavy emotional energy, it has a drain on every part of our body, specifically our immune system. And so happy, th happy things improve our immune system. 
things that cause us stress and anxiety and fear and worry drain our energy system. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm just curious, though, Nancy. So if we're draining our immune system because of our emotions, can we take, say, serotonin to to help us physically feel better? Is there a supplement that can be had that can counterbalance some of those uh, negative emotions while we're processing them so that they don't hurt our bodies? Um. Absolutely, the body can be drained. If it's in a negative state for a long period of time, then our body can be drained of some of our important nutrients and and neurotransmitters, and so we can supplement. Just controversial, but one of the things that is coming in the forefront that can cause the body to go back to a state of balance is CBD oil and CBD products, cannabis products. We're now noticing, seeing results of CBD and what CBD, CBD does for the body and restoring it back to its state of balance. Well, I know a, a few of my friends that have gone through cancer have used CBD oil um, or whatever they're taking to reduce the pain, and it seems to be incredibly helpful. They also have told me that it affects the memory somewhat, that they, you know, that they're not thinking as fast or they're not remembering certain things right after they've taken it. But I guess research will figure all that out given enough time. Well, and what we know now that we didn't know until 1988 is that we have an endocannabinoid system. We have a system that includes locks and keys and neurotransmitters that causes our body to go to a state of balance, that helps our body get to a state of balance, and that's exactly what the cannabis products do. I, I do know that cancer therapies, chemo and radiation, can cause what we call, refer to as chemo brain, and you forget things. So okay, it's hard so to determine. Yeah. If it's the CBD oil or if it's that or the <laughs> exactly. whatever, because they're taking them at the same time. Exactly, yeah. What is emotional resilience? Emotional resilience is the ability to choose how to respond in a situation or event with an appropriate reaction or response emotionally. Emotional resilience is the ability to bounce back, and emotional intelligence and emotional resilience go hand in hand. So emotional intelligence is making a decision to respond emotionally in an appropriate way to a situation or event and emotional resilience also uses that and the ability to bounce back in a difficult situation so that's like saying now that you hear a lot about the eq versus the iq absolutely and and there's a lot of books coming out now Um, there's a, a whole plethora of books coming out now on how to develop one's eq and how important that is and that it appears that the highest EQ people like Oprah Winfrey are also getting the biggest paychecks, that that's more of a, a cherished thing even right now than the IQ. I think that's absolutely what we're seeing a lack of <clears throat> in a lot of areas in the world today. If you've noticed how many people are running around with very little EQ and creating all kinds of problems, um, and I agree, I'd love to know if there's a name situation with high EQ. Can you tell me that? Sure. 
I don't know. I think that develops over time. And, and you know, there there's different tests out there, different categories, how we challenge people or how we categorize people. And it just seems to me that it, across all the boards, the EQ helps everybody. So we need yep. to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Nancy has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Nancy Pilpot, whose website is heartsinkwellness.com. Again, that is heartsinkwellness.com. Now, she's taken her skills to a level where she's able to share how to break those unwanted habits and relieve traumatic stress. So, Nancy, just real briefly, tell us one more time what role emotions play in developing the adolescent brain. Emotions are critical in the adolescent brain. So many hormonal changes going on in the adolescent brain. Um, And underdeveloped brains can create 
um, some challenges if emotions are not handled appropriately and if we don't teach our adolescents how to deal with those emotions, it can lead to a variety of mental health conditions. That is really interesting because, again, coming from an educator's point of view, uh, all the teachers from every level used to say it takes a special kind of person to be a middle school teacher versus the elementary or the high school teacher. And perhaps that's because they are better at helping those adolescents through those emotions. I I, I would agree with that. I I just remember, (laughs) I remember those seventh, eighth, and ninth grade years. And oh my Lord, it was crazy, wasn't it? I don't know. Those are my favorite years to teach. So Oh, yes. You know, just give me the ones that with the most problems. I love those the most. Oh, anyway, that's great. <laughs> I, I'd like to go back to breaking our bad habits. What's okay. the worst habits or the hardest ones to break that you've witnessed? Well, I think the most common, um, the most common ones that I'm seeing today are um, people that are addicted to opioid medications, people that are in pain, physical pain, um, because when you're in physical pain, it's not just the physical part of your body that's affected, it's your your mind and your body and your spirit, all three. And, and so the challenge with a lot of people today is, is that they're in pain, either physically or emotionally, and don't have the skills to to get bounce back from wherever they are now i don't know if you would know this or not nancy i'm just curious on if somebody's religious base has a foundation or an influence that if they're of more of a strictured religion that tells you how the appropriate way is to do different things if they develop more of a way of dealing with pain than those that don't have the religious basis is there any research you're aware of on that um, I have looked at some of that research, and, and I think um, the research demonstrates that those people who have um, a faith-based foundation, um, as opposed to a non-faith-based foundation, they have an easier time coping with, well, I think it can go either direction. I, I think the the research says it can go either direction, but but my experience with people who have um, a belief in a higher power have an easier time going through drama and trauma and recovering and bouncing back. Well, at least you know, I, I think anything that can help, right? So yep. what are a few steps that we could all do right now to break a habit that has us paralyzed? Step one, you need to recognize when you're feeling an emotion. Use your emotions as your compass. And so when you're feeling an emotion that you don't like, pay attention to what's triggering that emotion. That's step one. You've got to know where your triggers are, right? Because okay. the trigger, something triggers a response, either a physical, mental, or emotional behavioral response. You're triggered. You respond, and you respond in order to get a result. Three steps in a habit. So if you're aware of your triggers, you know what the behavior is that you're doing, either thinking or acting, 
or feeling and you make a change to that that's the the part of the habit that you can do the easiest in order to get the result you want knowing that there are three parts of a habit a trigger a behavioral response either thinking feeling or acting and a result that you're trying to accomplish you can make a change to the middle part the behavioral part and you can't do anything about the triggers you could change the result but it's the thinking acting or doing part of the habit that you can change the easiest okay now i understand nancy that you have a free gift for our listeners the relief challenge so we want to know what are the benefits of this relief challenge and how do we access that freebie go to the compassionatecareproject.com on the page right at the top of the page you can sign up for the five minute habit makeover and you'll get a series of emails. One of those emails will have a um, compassion test that you can take to see if you're at risk for compassion fatigue. If you're experiencing overwhelming stress, um, if you're a caretaker taking care of somebody, if you're dealing with overwhelming stress, sign up for that challenge. Um, follow the the suggestions in those emails and I'll personally get back with you and do a discovery session recovery session with you after you take that test wow that's really generous of you Nancy again everybody that is compassionatecareproject.com again compassionatecareproject.com okay so Nancy what do you wish you could stop doing or start doing and able to gain more successes? What things do we need to stop and what things do we need to start? We need to stop stuffing our emotions and start paying attention. Use your emotions as your compass. If you use your emotions as your compass and if you're feeling happy, joy, successful, keep doing what you're doing. Keep using the same focus strategy if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then stop and get to a state of neutral and ask yourself, what can I do to get a different result? Now, you have in your Habit Makeover Success and 21-Day course, um, you talk about how, what do you do if you start losing confidence, okay? And how mm-hmm. do you stop that failure rate, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. When somebody's starting to lose confidence, what are the first signs that they're starting to lose confidence? And and what should they immediately turn around and say, okay, is there an affirmation or or what, you know, would benefit them doing? So once again, whatever they're focused on, whatever they're focusing on, they're going to feel and whatever they're feeling, they're going to give meaning to. So if they notice that they're losing their confidence, then pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. What story are you telling yourself? I'm never going to be able to do this. I can't do this. I tried. I'm not going to be successful. That's an indicator that you're focused in the wrong place and you need to look for tiny baby steps, the things that you're making baby step progress. Because the baby steps are going to get you the big. You know, I always thought that, um, you know, the thinking was not to go into fear. 
because fear is defined as future events is already real and we're acting as if something's already real that isn't but that when we let fear rule us then we start down that wayward path and so I've always felt it's very important that when you recognize you're going into fear to say okay fear is not going to dominate me here's my affirmation or here's my belief or this is what I choose to be true have you found anything that relates to fear as as also um, causing success or failure? Absolutely. There really are two emotions that everything, every other emotion steers from, fear and love. Those are the two emotions. And so fear is an indication that your brain is in that pattern searching mode trying to find a place to go to, an old place, an old behavior. Fear's not, fear is not going to get you what you want. You got to get out of fear, absolutely, and focus on what you want—the vision of who you want to be, where you want to be—and focus on that, not what's going to happen or what do I need to do now. I'm not going to accomplish or achieve whatever I want. You got to get out of that and get to a place focused on where you want to go. You know, I was reading something not very long ago that because I had always read that fear is the opposite of love. And it said that fear is love upside down and that really there's only two emotions. And one is love, whether it's right side up or upside down. And the other one is apathy because in apathy, there's nothing. And yeah, I just thought, "Mm." I mean, I've been thinking about that. You know, we always read interesting things or whatever. They come across, you know, the desk or whatever. And you're going, huh, that needs some more thought. Well, Nancy, I just want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Would you tell us one more time how to get a hold of you? HeartSyncWellness.com, CompassionateCareProject.com. Great. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your sharing your time with us, Nancy. Thanks, Sharon, and I appreciate your insight about my name. <laughs> You're most welcome. Be prepared, surprised, and pleased when you get to experience Nancy Pilpot's work. Now, her website, again, is HeartSyncWellness.com. Now, Nancy's name excels at being able to make the world a better place. This is found in the letter combination of an A-N. If your name has an A-N, the A has to come before the N, they have to be next to each other. If you have that combination in it, then you, too, wish to make this world a better place. Do you know where your genius lies or the seven reasons that define your purpose? Those answers lay in your name. If you'd like the answer to those questions, visit knowthename.com and sign up to have your name read. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio and XZone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. 
Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. 